Sex in the City went off the air in 2004, but it's been running continuously on HBO ever since. Ever since you can watch all six seasons actually on HBO. So Kelly, I was late to the game with Sex in the City. I'm a really huge fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my best friends growing up told me about it over lunch one day. She was like, go check out the show. She'd been watching it from the beginning, but I, I didn't start watching it till about the last two seasons, but I mm-hmm. quickly became addicted and I know that you're, you told me you, you weren't so into it. You never really watched it, right? No, you told him. no, I never really. And that's funny because I, I lived with one of my best friends in New York city in our, you know, twenties. And we uh-huh. really had, we were two single girls living in New York city and dating and having fun. And I don't know why I just never took never interest got into it. And yeah. it, uh-uh. it well, didn't seem real to me. I don't know why. Well, there's some interesting facts about Sex and the City. Uh, for one thing, Candace Bushnell, who was the the author of the book, she had a column in a, a, a paper called the New York Observer in the early 1990s. Uh-huh. And it was adapted into a book in 97 called Sex and the City. And that's a year later is when the show premiered in, on HBO. But um, you can also, by the way, it's uh, you can also see it on Amazon Prime and Hulu and all those different places. Uh-huh. Um, and as you know, there is going to be a reboot uh, December 2000 of this year. Uh, it's called And Just Like That. So that's going to premiere on HBO Max in uh, at the end of the year. So um, but anyway, the, the thing I was going to tell you about that uh, that was interesting about Sex in the City uh, was that and why it resonated so much with many women, you know, because obviously Mm -hmm. there's a lot of fans, right? Right. (laughs) But it had um, four strong female leads, right? You know, all the women were intelligent, strong and and funny. Right. Uh Uh And it was one of the first shows uh, with the message of don't settle for any man in order to get married, you know, by a certain age. So it was like one of the first shows that kind of had that message because all the girls dated a lot. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, the storylines focused on female friendships. They were always there for each other, you know, because there was like one episode where Carrie was like, maybe we're all going to be each other's soulmates because, you know, they were always trying to look for soulmates. Right. Uh-huh. Um, but lastly, there was a lot of fashion. So Carrie Bradshaw introduced this thing called high low fashion, where she mixed designer things with more trendy, less expensive thrift shop store things. She mm-hmm. was like very, you know, she was a fashionista. So um, that was like one of the interesting things about her character. And uh, she's become this cultural icon because of her style. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um, I think one of the most important characters was um, Samantha Jones, which was who was played by Kim Cattrall. Mm -hmm. And she was uh, one of the first unapologetic ageism, shaming, career driven she wasn't afraid to talk about sex and uh, she, her, she was like a powerhouse character um, to a lot of people. And at the end of, I guess, she, I guess it was the, was it the movie? Uh, the movie, the second movie, she dated a man over uh, 20 years younger than herself. Well, she dated him in the series too, but uh, he turned out to be her most meaningful uh, relationship and he stuck by mm-hmm. her through her, her cancer. She had cancer, yeah. a cancer scare in the movie, you know? So she was one okay. of the first female characters on TV that dated someone a lot younger and it turned out to be a very successful relationship. So that's a very uh, unique thing that they showed on this show. So there was a lot of interesting um, facts about Sex and the City that uh, made it kind of groundbreaking. Mm -hmm. Well, it sounds like it's giving women permission 
to mm-hmm. do things that men have already always done. Right. Um, exactly. So, you exactly. know, drink out drinking with the girls. That's what <laughs> I always pictured it as mm. it's just, I, I, they, to me, all the scenes I ha- saw, they were always sitting around a table drinking cosmopolitans or whatever. <laughs> well, that definitely so, was one of their things. It always I can relate to that. Cause I, you know, you and I used to go to Costa Vega and hang out and I had groups of friends that we'd go out and, you know, drink and talk about guys. And, um, sometimes it'd be double dating. Right. Uh, stuff like that. So I guess in that way, I don't know why I never got into it because I even lived in New York city for a um, year. So um, maybe you were too busy doing other things to watch sex in the <laughs> yeah, city. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, which is usually the case, but, um, yeah, I did. I never, I don't know. I never got yeah. into it. But. Well, for fans of the show, um, sadly, you know, uh, Samantha Jones will be back, will not be back as most people know, um, her character is not coming back, but, uh, a lot of the other yeah, because people love her, you know. Mm-hmm. She's a great actress, Kim Cattrall. I remember one time when I was a kid, my friend, uh, my dad had a friend who was an actor and he brought me to uh, the uh, Lee Strasberg Theater Institute in uh, Hollywood. And it, there was a play going on called A View from the Bridge. It was an Arthur Miller play. And she was one of the, the, the stars of this play. And I was just, gosh, I was like eight years old or something. I remember seeing it and I was like, wow, she's a really good actress. And then that was way before she did Sex on the City, you know, but she's been a dedicated uh, thespian for, you know, many years, but she just got her most attention was from this show. Mm-hmm. But, um, but the good news for all the fans is Mr. Big will be back. And that was uh, Carrie's big love, you know, so he will be back. Christopher Knopf or Chris Knopf plays Mr. Big. Uh-huh. And uh, John Corbett will be back as Aiden Shaw. Those those were Carrie's two big uh, loves in the show. Hmm. And uh, all the regulars will be back, except for, sadly, Stanford Blatch. He, uh, that's his real name. Uh, he played, um, excuse me, uh, Willie, Gar- Willie Garson is his real name. He played Stanford Blatch. But sadly, he'll, he passed away in September of hmm. this year uh, of pancreatic cancer. So he was Carrie's best friend outside of... Uh, uh-huh outside of the, sh- the girls, the ladies. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's kind well, of, why sad. are they going to say, well, we might not know yet, but, um, Kim Cattrall's character and they mm. always, there were the rumor always was, she didn't get along with, mm. uh, Sarah Jessica Parker mm-hmm. and, um, you know, for whatever reasons, uh, that's too bad that they weren't able to put it behind them and do it. But then what, I wonder what they're going to say, why she's not in the show. That would be know. weird. Yeah, they're probably, you know, they kill her off, you know, that happens. Your guess is as good as mine. Um, I have no idea what, uh, what they're going to say about her. And I'm kind of sad that uh, Smith Jared, that was her boyfriend, probably won't be back either. (laughs) Because he was really good looking. So um, Uh that was the younger guy she was dating. Oh, okay. And uh, he won't be back. So, uh, but Evan Handler will be back. He's uh, Harry Goldenblatt. That's, um, that was, um, gosh, what was her name? Charlotte York. That was Charlotte's uh, husband. He'll be back and they have a new character, Sarah Ramirez. Um, but, uh, and just like that again is the name of the reboot. So I'm, I'm excited to watch it. I have friends that were like, we're really anticipating this and we're going to have like a little viewing party. And uh, so that's something to look forward to. <laughs> you know, I just thought of something because for a long time when friends was really popular, I never mm-hmm. was into it then either. And mm-hmm. I just re- figured out probably why I would never got into sex in the city is because same reason that I never got into friends when it was airing is because I was working at night. I was bartending. Right. That's what I'm saying. You were, so either- that might be why I just never watched it. 
and mm-hmm. I might like it. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll have to look at some old episodes and uh, see. see yeah, I, like I think, you know, you can find it. Um, gosh, like I said, on HBO, they have yeah. a website. Where yeah, you I'll can have find to look it. it up and see. I did. I mean, I do remember seeing a few episodes and I just never, I don't know. I never got into it. No friends. I eventually watched, watched all of the episodes and loved it. Um, and even young people now are watching friends mm-hmm. and really liking it, but I don't mm-hmm. know why. I, I don't know. I could, I'd love to know why in my psyche, my mind, my head, why I never got into sex in the city, because I'm such a trailblazing woman or <laughs> trying to be so, right. Yeah. yeah um, I, I really liked that show because I guess it was um, the message was that these women, these ladies were all for there for each other. And mm-hmm. they went through so many things together that mm-hmm. um, in the end, but there's other shows like that from the past, like, golden girls was kind of like that, I guess, but, but, um, sex in the city was more hip and trendy and, um, had all the glitz and glamor of New York. And, uh, I remember when I, the first time I saw it, I I remember identify, you know, you always identify more with one of the characters than the other. In the beginning, I, I, I'd always identify with Charlotte York. Cause when I was younger, I always wanted everything to be so perfect, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, then, but what, but then I could also identify with Carrie Bradshaw and not really Samantha so much, but I kind of admired her, you know, mm-hmm, cause mm-hmm. she was way more brazen than I was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, her character just was like, uh, you know, I, I, just because I'm a woman doesn't mean I can't do these things, you know? And yeah, she would just, she was, she was great. So, what about Cynthia Nixon? What was her character like? Um, that's Miranda Hobbs. She was a lawyer. And I always uh-huh. liked her too, but I didn't really identify with her because she was very serious and she uh-huh. was very, um, she, you know, she ended up with Steve Brady. I think his name is, was her uh, bartender boyfriend. And uh, uh-huh. in the she ended up getting pregnant uh, from him in the series. And then she decided to have the baby without him, which was also a little bit groundbreaking at the time because she's, you know, she found out she was pregnant uh-huh. and she was going to have the baby. And she told Steve, I'm going to raise the baby on my own. And you mm-hmm. don't have to have anything to do with it, but I'm just telling you, but then he wanted to. So then they ended up, you know, getting together in the end. Uh, but uh, yeah. And she was like the breadwinner of that particular relationship. Cause she was a lawyer and she had a, she worked at a, you know, a high-end firm, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so um, hmm. yeah. So, and, but it's the funny thing about sex in the city was always like, how does Carrie afford everything like the apartment and all these clothes that she was getting she was like just a freelance writer she had a column um where she was like a freelance writer so she didn't <laughs> yeah, that's make- not very realistic i remember my friend terry and i went to man we wanted to live in manhattan and so we we're looking for apartments and you couldn't find an affordable apartment i mean you couldn't even find an apartment period at that time mm-hmm. and we found a studio apartment that we were going to share. And we did for a year and mm-hmm. we were like, <laughs> it was so sad. Um, but cute. We were like, when we found it and we got, it was clean. It was nice. It was in Soho. It was a really nice hip, cool area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'll never forget the address. I won't say it right now, but it was on Prince street. And, uh, we were celebrating and we were, we were like, let's have a party. Can you imagine in the one room apartment, a studio apartment? We're actually thinking that, but that's how excited we were. So anyway, yeah, apartments in New York city are so expensive. And I know um, I remember learning a lot about that too, because, uh, you know, Samantha, she ended up buying a, 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 
not a condo, but I guess she, you'd call it a co-op or she bought like a co-op type unit in the meat packing district. This is one of the episodes. And I remember reading, that's where all the, the, the uh, people, it was a very um, interesting neighborhood with a lot of colorful characters. It wasn't the most desirable neighborhood to live in, but she it was the only place that she could really afford, I guess, at the time. So uh-huh. <laughs> you'd learn about all the New York real estate through the show, you know? Yeah. The meat pass meat packing district. <laughs> New York is an exciting town. I really did love living there. The only reason that we left, um, and we, we lived there for a year, two single girls in New York city, just having a blast. Um, but it was winter. The winters were so hard. Oh, yeah. And so sure. we left and moved to Los Angeles. And that's how I ended up in LA, but, um, the, the feeling. So when I first went there, I just went to visit her and, I remember just the vibe, the feeling, the energy, it sucked me in. I was like, I want to live here. And at first, my first night, I'll never forget, you know, we're driving through Manhattan and seeing all the garbage on the street, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, bags of garbage and it's just dirty and graffiti. And I was so grossed out. And then get my first time on the subway. I didn't want to touch anything. I know. Um, And then you get used to it. You know, you just get used to the filth. Well, that's the only thing is I don't really like taking the subway because I remember my boyfriend was from New York and he lived in Midtown and, you know, he took he took me around and I was always like, I don't really like taking the subway because you're all like standing next to each other. You know, it's all gross and dirty and well, you know, but um, yeah, I guess so. But uh, yeah, but it's weird how L.A. is kind of reminding me a little bit of New York right now because of the disparity of wealth, you know, Mm -hmm. and um the homeless problem, of course. And uh, so I know New York was really bad. I guess it was, when was it in the eighties? It was really mm-hmm. bad, like with all the well, crime and, the funny and everything thing was like, you know, you could go on fifth Avenue and it was mm-hmm. pristine and beautiful and all the fancy mm-hmm. apartments and everything. Fifth Avenue or park Avenue. I'm not sure in any way in that area. And then one street over, like you could get mugged, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was so, fu- so odd how one's, you know, one street is safe. And then the next street, cause it's so, so small, everything's mm-hmm. right beside you. You can walk everywhere. I mean, you can mm-hmm. walk anywhere from even from one end of the city to the other end. And just, I remember in the summer, it's so crowded. You're brushing up against people on the sidewalk and they're sweaty, you know, they're sweaty. So, you know, you were saying, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's very, very crowded overcrowded but that's I don't know true. what it was just the energy it's the energy the it's the energy yeah because my ex-boyfriend are, yeah go ahead well people are so honest yeah um, and I that's I think that helped me you know learn to be more blunt about things because mm-hmm. you know you're always taught to be polite and never be honest with people just tell them what they want to hear or the nice mm-hmm. you know be polite mm-hmm. and in New York I I liked that I liked that people were more honest with you because I thought you could have a more honest relationship or at least interaction with Mm -hmm, people rather mm -hmm. than the phoniness. So, um, I liked that about it. And then it was just, you know, you never know who you're dealing with and there's mafia people everywhere. And, um, I remember we're at, we were in a nightclub once and this guy comes up to me and buys me and my friend drinks and starts talking to us. And then next thing you know, he's like the bodyguard of one of the Gambino family. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then the guy in the Gambino family, I think that's the name of the family. Gambino, um, yeah. Oh, I forget his name. He's after my friend. And oh, it was just crazy. And you know, we didn't know till later like who these people were. Um, but yeah, it was really, really a good time. We yeah. Had, oh, I, I'm no. so glad I did it. You know, I'm so glad. What a great experience. I know yeah. when my boyfriend came out to visit me when I lived in I was living in Hollywood at the time, he was like, 
you Cal, he's, he'd always tease me. He's like, you Californians are so wimpy. It takes New Yorkers like us. We know we get things done. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, uh, he, he became alive when we'd go to New York. He just came, he, his energy was in, mm-hmm. was that energy, you know, but he, he couldn't deal with California because it was too um, laid back for him, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, but the thing I like about California is the, the different climates, you know, you can go to the, the hills and go to the snow in the mountains and you can go to the beach. And I just like the yeah. weather. I just, it feels healthier to me. Although I like that. I love New York. I love the energy. I love the culture of New York. That's what I love. Yeah. I love the museums and the plays and just all the things that I yeah. like to do. The arts they're there. Yeah. Um, and it usually comes to New York first, but I feel like California we're into health and kind of other things that come first yeah. from California. So, I mean, the best of both worlds would be, be able to go back and forth, you know, California, yeah, which New York, some people California. do. Um, and yeah, the climate in California is unbeatable. I think I, I, that's yeah. I I loved living there for the climate. Yeah. It's uh, nothing's perfect, you know, and no, you know, no city, you know, even those cities tend to have a personality and the people living there are the ones making up that personality, but nothing's perfect. You know, you're always going to find you. I feel like no matter where you are, you find what you want. Mm-hmm. You, know, you mm-hmm. find the that's people, true. you find your tribe, you find people that have that's common true. interests. And um, so it doesn't really matter so much where you are, but yeah, New York city is very special. It's a very that's special why city. that the title, you know, sex, sex the and city. the city is like, so cause it's the, it's the city. They, called it the city. Of, they used to call it. Yeah. It's like part of the whole, yeah. it's one of the stars of the show. It was another character in the show. Yeah. Let's put it yeah. that way. And yeah. uh carry uh just explore and you got i got to you know really live out all the different places and like i said not just the real estate but the club scene and all the care and all the characters she dated uh i had a similar experiences <laughs> like even the the uh mikhail brizhnikov he played uh was it alexander petrovsky you know and uh-huh. he was this design, lighting designer or something like that but I, I had a similar boyfriend like that too so uh-huh. it was just interesting and then big mr big he's just uh-huh. uh you know he was this elusive entrepreneur that nobody really knew what he did for a living you know <laughs> so well. but he always had tons of money wow so that was kind of she she was lucky carrie had a lot of uh interesting men that she dated let's just put it that way Mm -hmm. but uh and you know they did some interesting like kind of interesting ideas for instance like carrie never at least in the first couple episodes excuse me seasons of the show she never got married or had kids but she was constantly being invited to uh baby showers and you know couple things mm-hmm. and she'd say where's my how come nobody mm-hmm. celebrates being a single you know so then I think she threw herself a party like this this is my single woman I'm not having kids party <laughs> so she did like interesting things like that I think even Samantha did something like that like I'm never gonna have kids party so uh-huh. you know it was like why do I always have to con- why you're I'm honoring yeah. your lifestyle but you're not honoring mine you know yeah. so they were kind of you know, I guess you'd call groundbreaking or looking at things from a different angle, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Trailblazers. So, yeah. Trailblazers. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's why you got to check it out. And I'm really looking yeah. forward to the reboot of, and just like that, uh, because she used to say that in the beginning of when she was writing her column uh-huh. and she'd say, and just like that. So that's why they're calling it that. Okay. But I'm really excited. And I feel bad that, um, that Willie Garson, I said his name wrong, that he uh, passed away. 
he uh, he was only 57 and he was she mm. he was like a special character too you know she, he was Aww. her best friend aside like I said from the ladies so and he did do a couple um he filmed a couple episodes before he passed away so I'm glad about that so, so is this a, is this a new series or is it a movie yeah, it's a reboot no it's the new series it's going to be on HBO Max okay. mm-hmm. it okay. debuts December of this year so what just okay. like in a little over a month uh-huh. yeah but like I said some of my friends Shout out, mm-hmm. shout out to Sandy Valetti. We're going to be doing a sex in the city, uh, you know, party. We're going to oh. do a viewing party for our, uh-huh. my, my girls and I, fun. <laughs> I know with okay. co- cocktails, right. Yeah. yeah. And our, our high, low fashion. <laughs> well, that's fun. That would be yeah. really fun. I wish I yeah. was there. I know. I know. When, yeah. I've gone to, when the movie first came out, the first uh, sex in the city movie, I went with my friend Leah Sargent and we brought three, all the, most of the people in the theater were like three women or four women. There was groups of three or four women because they were, you know, that was because there's like, you know, uh, four characters, four, four characters. So yeah. we'd all come. Most people had four, but every once in a while you'd see groups of three. So, and then the, the ushers would be like, where's your, where's your fourth person? <laughs> that was funny. But, you know, it's, it's a good bonding thing for yeah, women. That's what it sounds like. And uh, yeah, you got to check it out. So uh, look for, and just like that in December, 2021. Okay. All right. Sounds good. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Thanks for sharing all that camera. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye.